All right. Woo. There we are. So big time, uh, big time in the Dutch Hall tonight, Tuesday night. Again, back, popping these things out. Uh, how you doing, Kev? I'm good. You? Good. Good. So tonight, tonight I got a... Uh, it's just going to be a quiet night. We're going to whip off a show. It's going to be no big deal. We're going to entertain people. We're going to have a good time. But uh, what I want to talk about, I don't know why, but it's been sticking to my craw. I've been trying to write this joke for like four years. Four years. About four years. Well, I, I, and I, It's not like I've been doing it steady for four years. Right. It's like I've told this joke on stage twice. Like I've told the, I've started to try to work this idea out on stage twice. Mm-hmm. Once was four years ago. <laughs> the second time was last night. All right. And I don't know why, but I keep coming back to it. And uh, so there must be something there. Gotta be. So I thought tonight, mm-hmm. I'm gonna fuck with it a bit. Like see if we can flush it out. And really, it's, I don't know, I'm all tangled up here. Hold on a second. Like a pro. I think I made it, I think I made it better. I think I made it better. <laughs> okay, so, uh, no. No? No, whatever. I'll be fine. Yeah, so, uh, um, I made, um, what is it, what was I talking about? I made about a joke. A joke, you know? So, like, I, I don't know why. I saw this, I saw this lady. Mm-hmm. And um, she spoke at a conference. This is when I was still working. Okay. Like, so that's like, that's how long this this joke thing has been in my head, right? Percolating. Yeah. But uh, So we're going to do that on the show today. All right. And also, I have in the description, because you're supposed to write a description for these shows. Mm-hmm. I put in the description, it's very hard to say today, <laughs> that um, I'm going to be... Uh, Celebrating a great achievement. All right. That we haven't officially celebrated. Sounds good. Um, and what was the other thing I said in the description? I think I said, oh, we're going to uh, 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 give uh, the uh, fucking. Uh, oh. What? Talking right. to the robot tonight. Well, the robot will get a piece of our mind. He, he'll get a piece of our mind. That's for that's for certain. I did hear a juicy story about the robot. Nice. Um, but that being said, um, uh, it wasn't that. It was uh, I was going to tell uh, uh, tell our listeners that I think they're a bunch of cheap pricks. Oh boy. Huh? Yeah. 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 That's oh right. I'm nervous. But that's what I said in the description. You may or may not you get know. there. Which I think sounds harsh on my listeners. <laughs> I wouldn't want them to think I didn't appreciate all their support. You know, you can appreciate them and still think they're cheap. You know, well they are, except for except for a queen, of course. Yeah, but the rest of them sure as fuck are. Maybe they're taking the whole Dutch part of the Dutch hall. <laughs> oh, you know that was a bad marketing. I should have called this thing. What 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 culture spend thrift like? I know a bunch of cheap ones, but I don't know ones that just spend yeah, yeah. willy-nilly. You never really hear about that, do you? Well, I guess if you think the Scottish are cheap, right? They're like cheap Dutch people, aren't they? Right. Yeah. The Scottish are akin to the uh, Dutch because they're both tight with the dollar. Mm-hmm. So if you go Scottish are cheap as compared to what? The English, oh, right? Yeah. The Irish. Germans. What's around them, you know? Uh and so then you're thinking, well, that must. So then maybe the Irish and the Scottish are going to be spendthrift. Maybe mm-hmm. we got to call this thing the the Irish Hall. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Where else are we on the charts? We're in all the cheap countries. <laughs> Mexico? No, Mexico doesn't. Uh, who else? Australia? Well, the same thing. We're getting all the Dutch people. Yeah. It's the branding. God damn it. Where's that giant tower? What do you mean? The really the tallest tower in the world now. Uh, Abu Dhabi? Yeah, I think they spend. Oh, Abu Dhabi spends money, eh? Live from the Abu Dhabi Hall. Oh, so that would be the UAE. <laughs> yes. Yeah, live from the UAE Hall. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't roll off the tongue. doesn't. But they know. are spenders. Yep, they got some bucks. Yeah. Anyways, what about the Americans? Call it the American Hall. Live from the American, yeah. Americans love a- it. We call Grove, like Seattle. live from the American Hall. We are number one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pine Grove, Seattle, or 
And California. We, well, they just think it's. We'll just say Pine Grove, Ontario, like we are, and they'll just assume it's in, in the United States. That's right. Yeah, they don't know. There's an Ontario, California. Canada's probably just one big state in their eyes. Yeah. What's the difference? Yeah. The parts where they speak English might as well be that be uh, America in their eyes, right? Yep. It, um, we don't. It's not a different country. Nope. Uh, but our money is hilarious. Oh, it's, it's colorful. Colorful. Yeah. Yeah, you know what's good about the colorful money? You don't fucking spend a hundred bucks when you thought you were tipping twenty bucks yeah. or ten or whatever, you know? Yeah. Fucking different colors matter, man. Yep. It really makes it does. different. I wish there were different sizes, different colors, different everything. So I don't do that ever. Yeah, you'd think a hundred dollar bill should be bigger than a ten. Yeah, right? Yep. God damn it. Hmm. Anyways. Another problem solved right there. People always get used to what they got. Hey, you think this shit's gonna go down? What shit? Uh like, you think the interest rates are all going to go high and crazy and stuff? Uh, I think something's got to change. Yeah, I think it's... Uh, I mean, uh, I watch... Um, once in a while, I'll watch the Bloomberg stuff, mm-hmm. where all the stock stuff's ticking everywhere. Yeah. And it just ticks everywhere. And the last couple of days, I'm like, hmm, it seems a little bit like this may be the time where everybody is getting ready to just like start going a little nutty on interest rates here. Oh boy. Because uh uh curbing inflation is part of it, mm-hmm. but also part of it is like they're selling off people are selling off treasury bills really fast. I think so. It's kind of a sign they're losing faith in currency, you know. Uh-oh. So there's a bunch of things I don't know. Could be nothing. Could just be a couple of days, but I always kind of look at that like anytime we lived through a few like unprecedented, like life changing world events, right? right. One pandemic, like almost a hundred years right after another, you know? Yeah. And then you're like, what happened right after the, right after the last big pandemic was the, there was the boom of the twenties, right? Yeah. And then, yeah. Something and, bad happened in the thirties. <laughs> yeah. And then something bad happened. Yeah. So. I don't know when it's going to be. Depressing. It, it's just ticking. It's just ticking, you know? It seems like history's bound to repeat itself. Especially, yeah, if you don't learn from it. Yeah. And we haven't had the collapse of the douchebags yet. I would love to see, like, a big, like... <laughs> Sounds like a good movie. Oh, the collapse of the douchebags? Yeah. I would watch that. Yep. Uh, but great, that... Oh, wait, what? Great band name. Collapse of the douchebags? Yeah. <laughs> That is a good name for the uh, for a band, yeah. Collapse of the douchebags. It really gives a paints a picture, eh, mm-hmm. of like a bag of vinegar and water. That <laughs> 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 just can't hold can't yeah. hold the liquid anymore. Yeah, scars on my tongue. <laughs> uh, we gotta get this show started, Kevin. Yeah, but we do that in one way, and I don't control that button. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, and welcome to the Dutch Hall. I'm your host, uh, Pete Van Dyke. I forgot there for a minute. And we are live in Pine Grove in the pool shed, bringing you the funniest podcast ever to uh, come out of a small patch of ground in the uh, little corner of the subdivision of Pine Grove. Mm-hmm. Bar none. Bar none. Bar none. And that's because... We got Kevin Van Dungeon, who's right there beside me. Give him a round of applause, everybody. Oh, hey. I used to give that praise because it was to a band and and a whole bunch of people. You have taken the place of all of them, Kev. It's downsizing. Yeah. It's downsizing. We're running as a tight ship here now. We're not running a bunch of fucking lollygaggers that are playing the odd chord here and there on acoustic guitar or doing whatever. Uh, they pretended to do right charters mm-hmm. and uh but uh 
You are actually pulling your weight. You're clicking buttons. That's what I do. Yeah, and uh, you're also talking on microphones. Here and there. And you show up every week. <laughs> it's really a help. And then so that is uh, uh, two of the people. Mm-hmm. We must probably discuss or introduce our mustachioed friend who has built an effigy of my true friend Dave Charters, but he's a cheap and cold-eyed replacement. Ladies and gentlemen, Robot Dave. Thanks a lot, Pete. You're welcome. You're welcome. And I do have a story to tell about you later, but I want to continue on with our introductions because we do have one more guest who's sitting in the weird chair that needs to be taken to the dump. And it's very exposed as, as all the pleather has, has, has peeled off of it over the years of all the guests. But today, this guest has been mentioned on many programs. Important. It has been uh, sometimes some of our guests will say it is their favorite part of the show. It's what they look forward to when they come back. If it's not here, we've had people, you know, make a point of letting my wife know. That this person, or whatever, this <laughs> entity entity must rejoin the show. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever on a microphone, Dutch Hall Meat Tray. <laughs> now, I understand that, uh, Dutch Hall Meat Tray, you are an inanimate object. <laughs> Nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> well... And I do think that perhaps uh, the microphone may have been a bit unnecessary. That's <laughs> so true. Good oh, thing well. we didn't go through the trouble of the headphones, Kev. Yeah, that's true. But I'll tell you, you are a legend, and we do appreciate you having you on the show. <laughs> I will be, uh, will be um, referring to uh, Dutch Almitre from time to time yeah. for its opinion. Maybe get a one-shot on it. <laughs> when there's a moment of drama, just cut to the meat tray. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, and it just be stoic, just sitting there. <laughs> Fearless. Just staring you in the eyes with its... Uh, Cold what, what olive call? eyes. Yeah, what those call? pimento... Pimento. Yeah. With its pimento pupils. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that is a delicious meat tray, though. God damn right. Yeah. It's, and like it's picked over already too. Yeah, that is picked over. That's that's already been nibbled at. We haven't even earned it yet, but we've been picking at it because it's so delicious. Anyways, when you get meat, pickles, cheese, cracker, what more do you need? I'll tell you what you get. A little olive on the side just for a little treat. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, there was some lettuce on it earlier. Yeah, it turns out, <laughs> turns out I was thinking, oh, Jay made uh, lettuce wraps for us. Yep. So I start taking the lettuce off of the meat tray. And started putting the meat on it. And because uh, I had this awesome Korean chicken that I put in a lettuce wrap today, left over from my gig last night. Yeah. Because Poacher's Arms in London is owned by this, uh, or I don't know if it's owned, but it's run by this guy, Jin, who's yeah. a Korean guy. And they started making Korean fried chicken there. It's dynamite. It's the best thing ever. Delicious. And uh, so we were doing, I was using leftovers in less wrap, and I thought that was what that was on the meat tray today. And it turns out, it it wasn't. There was no chicken, but there was this stuff, the regular. So I filled it up in the lettuce wrap, and then Jane said it was to be thrown into the forest. Ah. It was garbage that I was eating. It was like a billy goat. <laughs> you made it good, though. It still tasted fine. Yeah. I think she's, like, being a little too generous to the to the uh, forest animals. Maybe that's why the jackrabbits are so jacked out there. Maybe. She said she was raped by a squash plant. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, Do you think she drinks too much? I don't think she drinks too much. I just think that squash plant, he, he's been teased all summer by her walking back and forth. Oh, you think that's it. what it was, eh? Yeah. Yeah, she's been just uh, teasing him so much. And uh, he's only he's only fleshing. Uh, some kind of being. Tissue of yeah. some sort. Uh, he's only like... Uh, yeah, just wanted it? to wrap his leaves around her and yeah, maybe Probably. trip her up. Hopefully for his sake. Well, I was thinking what he wanted to do was kind of like just use the kind of the stickiness <laughs> of his leaves, like little gripping hands, you know, just to bring her close. Yeah, 
And then once he got her close enough, he would just shove his huge cock in her. Whoa. <laughs> butternut butternut squash. Butternut cock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Sometimes it's fun just to say something cock. dirty out of nowhere. Yesterday I actually was trying to tell a joke to this um, young, sweet couple. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that's not nice. Oh. Yeah, like it's not nice to put a young couple that is like full of innocence and love and all that stuff, like just freshly kind of like out of the parents' house, you know? Yeah. <sighs> and I'm going to tell them a filthy joke like I was going to tell them. Mm-hmm. So I, I had to I had to bail on it. I was just like, no, I'm not going to tell you that. You I feel want. bad about it. <laughs> I don't think you deserve it. No. That's what I said. So I told them a different joke. And uh, tonight, we have to go back to the old joke. The four-year-old joke. The four-year-old joke. But I wanted, before that, I want to tell you about my, uh, I went to uh, Pumpkin Fest, Waterford Pumpkin Fest, Ooh. which is a festival mm-hmm. in the town I grew up in, and my friend Dave uh, also grew up yeah. in the town of uh, of Waterford. Yeah. And... Um, and every year they have a festival to celebrate pumpkins. I've even been to it. Yeah, have you? Yeah. Uh, 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 this was a, this was one of the best ones. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah, I'll tell you why. Oh, post COVID pumpkin fest. Yeah, I, I think they did it right this year. They had uh, instead of having the bands, but you know they they used to have the bands in the arena in the parking lot. Yeah. Well, they didn't put it there this year. They put it in the bait in the baseball. Outfield. Oh, and the diamonds. Yeah. And then in the infield, they put the beer tent. That's a smart move. Right? Yeah. And then and then over at like uh, A to B Masker, the, the school, that's where all the fireworks are set up. Do they still have a big play park there? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But I do remember one time, because uh, uh, in grade school, yeah, they we got to go to that play park. It was awesome. Because it was awesome for its day, yeah. And our play park kind of was just like monkey bars, monkey bars, swings, and uh, teeter totters or something like that. You yep. know, wasn't anything. Maybe a slide or two. Yeah. This this uh, this had fucking whole oh. bunch of shit. Like it was twentieth century. Yeah, you, you could do like whole bunch of shit, right? So they we would actually the Catholic school kids would go there like as an outing, a field just to, trip, just to use their playground equipment. Anyways, I remember I went there one time, uh, I got off the bus, and my sister, for some reason, had told her friend that I had an operation on my penis. <laughs> right? Wow. Like yeah. an extension or something? No. No idea. No, they didn't, They weren't specific. They just oh. said, hey, uh, Pete, your sister tells me you had an operation on your penis. That's right. what, is how I remember it going down. <laughs> and uh, is that true? And then I said, yeah. <laughs> he went with it. No, I, I did. Well, he did have an operation. It's called a hydrocell. Oh. Eh? You ever heard of that? No. You ever heard of a hernia? You yeah. know, that. They, sometimes that's on your penis, isn't it? Or like you have to go into balls to get it or something? I had two. Did they have to go in the balls? But you can have it in your stomach too, right? Yeah, it was like, it was it was above the penis. Well, anyways, this thing's not, not exactly like a hernia, but it's kind of like a hernia. Yeah. I don't really get it anyways. And I'm not a doctor and I'm not smart. All right. When it comes to any of this stuff, I'm going to explain it to you anyway. Mm-hmm. Dutch Hall facts here. All right. I think a hydrocell, like what I had, and this is, I think it was two when this happened. Mm-hmm. I think the fluid, fluid, fluid is supposed to run through a certain part, but it doesn't run through. It kind of bursts through or something. And then you get a buildup of fluid in your sack and your scrotum. Your scrotum. So that you'll have a, so I think I just had a huge nutsack. Right. And then uh, they had to do surgery to like drain it or something. Don't poke it with a pin or nothing or like that. Or fix the, I don't know. But but whatever it was, I was like two or three or something. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember much of it other than I think I got a creamsicle when I woke up. <laughs> Did it give you a good scar? I have a scar, but yeah. it's hard to see now because of the massive gross hair. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but they put it in a crease. They put it in a crease of like a natural fold. Yeah. So like it's not real obvious, but I do have a, I do have a a, a scar that's that's pretty big. Mm-hmm. Well, it'd have to be. Oh yeah, drain that sack. Yeah. But I think uh, 
You know, I think it's kind of like if you, uh, it's, it's left, uh, what it's done is it's like if you uh, took a, uh, let's say you had like a, a, a nice t-shirt, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. <laughs> and then you just like tried to like uh, put all of your clothes into that t-shirt. Right. <laughs> and then afterwards, uh, your your t-shirt didn't fit right anymore. Oh. That's kind of like my gotcha. balls. Yeah. My sack doesn't fit right anymore. When you took all the. All the clothes out, it was stretched out a little. Yeah. Yeah. So the fluid stretched out your sack. I think when I was two or something. And that's why I'm like a flying squirrel now. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of extra skin. I don't know about it. Yeah. Like, I think it's alarming. So if you jumped off a cliff, you'd be just drop your pants and you'd be safe. That's my move. Yeah. I would, I would just hold. Oh no, I wouldn't. I would uh, take off my pants before I jumped off the cliff. Under panties and everything. Yeah, I go. If I'm going to be flying squirrel in it, you got to have you gotta, nothing. Yeah. You got to be bare balling it, and then yep. you 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 are jumping off the cliff with holding your your scrotum. Oh, you'd have been good in that movie Waiting. Huh? See that movie Waiting with Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. No, I've seen the I've seen the poster on all the app, like on all the Netflix and all that stuff. Like I've seen the. But I've never ever watched it. Part of that movie where they show each other their dick and balls and you get to kick a guy in the ass if he looks. Ugh. You'd be set. How do you not look, though? Oh, you just got to surprise the guy, right? What? You got to surprise the guy. Like in the in the movie, they would surprise each other with have their dick and balls out. Oh, and then you're you're not supposed to look, but, but you, you, look. you fake to make the guy look. See, I end up always looking. Yeah, and I got. I, am I? I thought about this even today. I was like, you know, is this something I should feel ashamed about? Like uh, that I look at balls? No, or not like at balls, but I would look at a, dicks. Yeah, like this is it. There's nothing sexual about this. It start with the Olympics. Okay, start with the Olympics. You know, uh, our uh, Canadian Olympic sprinter, <laughs> uh, what's his name, Andre DeGrasse? I don't know who he is, but is he packing? He won the 200-meter gold medal. Yeah. Right? But he was supposed to be the 100-meter gold medal. He's our hope, you know? He's the one that went toe-to-toe with Usain Bolt, you know? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of drama tied up in this kid. Like, uh, I was watching, but this year for the Olympics, they gave the fucking um, uh, men these shorts, like, as part of their uniform. It didn't leave much to the imagination. Okay. And when you're showing the sprinters... Mm-hmm. They show him in slow motion and shit. And uh, <laughs> so you see this guy going down the, like, 200-meter uh, thing, and his fucking wang is just, like, uh, flopping side to side, fucking flopping. And you're like, that's our Canadian guy. You're like, way to go, buddy. You got a huge hog there. But it's like a nod to him, you know? It's like uh, I see a guy with a big uh, hog, and it's just kind of like a tip of that cap to him, you know? Like, yeah. way to go, buddy. That's a, you're you know, packing. Yeah, I'm just like happy for him. You know, like you got you get you got you got you're running a race, most one of the most important races of your life. Yeah. In and the heat not- of sports, the tendency for your cock is to just hide like an egg in a nest, you know? Shrivel up. Shrivel up. That's what it's supposed to do. Not this guy. It probably was doing that. Oh my god. And that's what he had left. That's what I'm talking about. Like this guy's either cool as a cucumber, where he's it's not shriveling up, or he's really packing, or this thing's just so gargantuan that is him trying to protect wow. it. Either way, Bravo. way to go, proud, I'm proud, uh, proud Canadian. But that's what I mean about looking at a dick. If if you're like if a guy, like because you don't see, I don't see nudity at all, you know. So this goes for guy, girl, whatever, you know, old, young, attractive, unattractive. You know, all shapes and sizes, whatever you see. Mm-hmm. If a person is naked, you're looking. I'm looking. Yeah. Right, because it's a it's a peculiarity. It's something you don't see all the time, so you you're drawn to it like a moth to the flame. You know, yeah. it's like looking at a train wreck. You're, you're a gonna, curious boy too. Yeah, I'm curious. I like the story. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I did. I had like a fucking twenty minute conversation with a homeless guy last night. I how'd that go? I told you earlier. I was like a <laughs> uh, nonsense. It was complete nonsense. Uh, I enjoyed every minute of it. <laughs> it didn't make any sense at all. But uh, I, I enjoy. Sometimes you can have really good conversations with homeless people, like because their stories are interesting and they generally uh, been through some stuff, right? Sometimes nonsensical. 
But sometimes they're there as a result of like serious mental problems and they can't communicate eloquently. <laughs> That's a nice <laughs> way of saying. Yeah, so you you just have to like so this guy would be like uh like not he would be saying stuff but it didn't make any sense. There was no coherent point at all. But you knew where the ending was, so right. he go like, and that's, and 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 it goes around again and around again, and that's and that's what we gotta do about it, you know, and then I'll be like, fucking right, man, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Just to keep it going. Yeah, and then he go on again and and talk like that. And I, I just like the rhythm of it because you knew when it was, you knew when it was my turn to pitch in, mm-hmm. and it seemed to really please him. Like he would kept. Uh, Kept going on. Oh, I forgot to tell you. This guy asked me for a light mm-hmm. so we could light the roach. And then we had this, like, long conversation. And I start to notice as we're having the conversation that in his hand, the whole time he's talking. Was his lighter? Was his lighter. It oh. was in his hand. He borrowed a, the whole reason I'm talking to him in the first place because he borrowed my lighter. Right. He had a working lighter in his hand the whole time because I saw him use it later again. That's how you keep your lighter longer. I guess so. Use mine. I'm yep. the sucker here, aren't I, Kev? Who's the smart one? Goddamn homeless guy's smart, isn't he? <laughs> Fucking showed you. He lives the life. Yep. I know. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I... I, don't, I think we might be wrong on this one. I think you kind of <laughs> fucked something up. <laughs> yeah. I think you're probably doing better. Anyways, cool guy. Mm-hmm. Um... So what was this? we were talking? I was on. The, we were talking about Pumpkin Fest earlier. Pumpkin Fest, that's right. So we go to Pumpkin Fest. Mm-hmm. Great setup. Yeah. Meet this old lady. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. This old lady. Uh, she says uh, that uh, she used to live on College Street in Waterford. Where? College Street, Dave. Didn't you live on College Street? It sure is. Oh, that's where you grew up. Then you grew up on College Street. <laughs> is that right? It sure is. Yeah, that's what I thought. Now, uh, this lady, she said to me that she says, "I remember when I lived on College Street." You know, she's a lot older than you. Mm-hmm. She said that uh, she remembers that there was this kid in the neighborhood who used to always. Um, dig a hole in her snow banks in her backyard and then take a shit in the snow banks. <laughs> <laughs> and she said to me that if she ever got her hands on that husky fucker, she would choke him right down. In the, in the uh, primary grades, uh, I was known as husky. Well, then you fit the description, my friend. I think that might have been you taking an old uh, coiler in her backyard. Uh, Is that possible? Oh, that's oh fantastic. <laughs> this is a proud moment for you, I see. I'm, I don't know, whatever. It sure is. <laughs> okay. Wow. Ah, well. What an arrogant puppet. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, not puppet, robot. Yeah, come on. Show him some respect. He's no puppet. <laughs> no. Puppet's up there. Yeah. Who's fucking useless unless someone shoves his hand up his ass. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think the robot would mind that either. I don't like the way he's looking at me, to be quite honest with you. Oh. He's just staring at me with dead eyes. I wonder if I can get him to fucking work this I'm going to make him a mouth breather, too. What? I'm turning him into a mouth breather. Yeah. He's fucking creepy. Anyways, uh, this is a joke. Okay. Uh, you know what this joke is? Oh, yeah. He's uh, fucking he's not looking at me, at me anymore. Uh-huh. This joke is... Um, okay. It's a basically... Um, it's just information. There's no joke to it. Right. And bugs me. But the but the idea of it is is what I think is going to be good because it's uh, I can make fun of everybody because because you're not doing it by any of the boxes that people get upset about. Okay. You do it by generation, right? Yep. And then and then I because I saw uh, I saw like this lady speak about generational differences and how you, everyone acts different if you're from this generation versus this one, right? Okay. And. Uh, then I started, uh, so I saw that lady speak. She was really good. And then I, I start. I, it just always stayed in the back of my mind, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, now that there's Zoomers, you know, Zoomers, they're calling them Zoomers now, Gen Zs. Is that us? No, we're X. Oh. So, like, we're Gen X, 
Our, your your kid would be Gen Z. Oh, so, so can I say okay Zoomer to him? Yeah, he's a Zoomer. Oh. So they were called Zs because like we were for some reason we were X, and then there was Y, which became the Millennials, and then Z is now they're calling them Zoomers hmm. because they were the, the ones that used Zoom through the pandemic. That's lame, right? I know. But they're probably going to be the people that don't know how to interact with people. <laughs> like the one generation that doesn't know how to interact with people. They don't even know how to shake a hand. But the one thing I know about the Zoomers for sure is that they're no one's going to give a fuck about them. <laughs> because, because every other generation, they don't give a fuck about. That's right. So the the millennials, they give a fuck about. Because millennials, millennials they give a fuck way too much of a fuck about. They they were the kids that had like uh, the first ones that learned how to use the internet, and then they they were like eleven or twelve, and they would put a comment on the internet, and it would be on the news. Yeah, yeah. And you and they'd be like, "Hey, I'm fucking as important as any." And then the baby boomers who were like using, like who were making the news, didn't know how the internet worked. Yeah. So they just treated them like they were had as much weight as everyone else. So they actually grow grew up thinking that. Everything they said was important and mattered. Important and mattered. Yeah. And then, like, then there was the Gen Xers, us. They didn't even name us. No. We didn't even get a name. We we kept the placeholder one, and they didn't give a fuck. And we were like halfway into computers and not like we. I remember not. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, yeah we made it. We invented it, but we didn't get the benefit of it. Like. No. We kind of like made all the cool stuff, and then the millennials got to utilize it to the benefit. And uh, the same with the silent generation, because before the before us, the Gen Xers was the baby boomers, and the baby boomers, same thing, were treated as really a big deal and important because there's so many of them, and they just got promoted for just being there, yep. like, and they just they they couldn't help but succeed, like it was just yeah. unprecedented growth. So these people are like kind of delusional on how things work, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, and they are, uh, and the people before them were the ones that kind of made the bed for that that success. Yeah, and they were called the silent generation. Hmm. Strong but silent type. Yeah, because they were told by their parents, uh, "Shut up and yeah. don't argue." They were the only generation not to protest anything. Like they just like went along with everything, because yeah, like their the, parents had been through the like depression, depression, and the and the world wars, and yeah, they were like. Everything could be gone tomorrow. So just be lucky. You're just lucky to have what you have. So shut up. So these guys were the ones that probably fought in World War Two. The Silent Generation. Yeah. No, the Greatest Generation fought in World War Two. Oh. And uh, the Boomers came from them. The Silent Generation was kind of born. Some of them were born in World War Two, or they were oh. chi- they were kids. Okay. They were too young to fight in World War Two. Yeah. Gotcha. That's like the silent generation, and that they would be like the the people who started the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. But then the the uh, the baby boomers were the ones that were kind of known for the civil rights movement. But they were like the followers. The leaders were like the Martin Luther Kings and the Malcolm Xs. They were people from that silent generation, and also rock and roll came from the silent generation. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, I know it doesn't make any sense. And then, uh, but the baby boomers consumed it, right? Right. Same thing, like, uh, you know, the 90s, kind of like music was good again because nobody gave a fuck. The people that they don't give a fuck about make good music. Yeah. So the Zoomers should make good music. So silent, before silent was the greatest, well, if they're not special, then who is? Because they're called the greatest. And the one before that was called the lost. And then before that, there was no naming of generations. Nobody cared. No, because everyone's life was just miserable existence. <laughs> yeah. They didn't, there was no no difference. 60 was a long life. Yeah, they just were begging to die from the yeah. time they are born because it's so hard. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, so the, since they started naming generations, they've named everyone but us. Yeah. Right? And uh, I think still we're the coolest. I think so, too. We, um, every generation has good and bad, you know? So what's X, like 70s to... 65 to, like, 80. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. 65 to 80 is kind of Gen Gen X. Yeah. No helmets, still drinking from the hose. (laughs) Yeah. Gen Xers are the last ones to, um, 
be truly traumatized. Yeah. Like yeah, we're the last one, the last ones to be beat up, the last ones to be like uh, abused verbally and physically. Sure. The last ones to grow up in a really truly violent culture, which sounds like, you know, good, you know, you're the last ones or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when you're the last ones, yeah. then you have a comparison to the rest of the world. Yeah. And so, like, where you and I, Kev, and people, other Gen Xers will say, like, eh, I never got beat up uh, by my bad. parents unless I deserved it, yeah. you know? Yep. And uh, you'll be like, you kind of kind of wear it like a little bit of a badge of honor, mm-hmm. you know, that you're like, yeah, I can take a punch, you know? <laughs> For my dad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when he's had too much to drink with his belt. Yeah, like or something like that. You know, just like, oh, you know, I shouldn't have been staying so close to the TV. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Should have got his beer faster. <laughs> but whatever, you know, like those kind of stories are you like grandma hitting you with a wooden spoon. I yep. mean, people tell it with like kind of like um, it's just how it was. a wistful uh, yeah. glee. Like they're just like they tell it like nostalgia. Yeah. And, and uh, when you say that like to your kids, you know, you're like, yeah, and then my grandma beat me with a wooden spoon for touching her curtains. And, <laughs> and I, look, I looked in the fridge and I got hit with a comb. Yeah. A brush. And they'll be like, t- did you tell your therapist about this? Like, that's the trauma. I'm like, yeah. what? That's not trauma. That's like uh, that's nothing. That was just like goofing around with your grandma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> yeah, it was a different time, you know. And when you have the comparison, then you know, like, oh, wait. It might have been pretty fucked up, yeah. you know. Like, if it just continued to do that, if you continued to, like, just, like, strangers could just hit kids and all that stuff on the streets. Yep. Uh, if there is a kid out of line, you can just go over and cuff the kid. Give him a smack because his mom's cans are full of groceries. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, ma'am. I got this. Oh, ma'am. <laughs> that would be, uh, then we wouldn't notice when it happened to us. We wouldn't even be no. telling that story because it would just be like generally accepted that that happened to everybody. Yeah, it's you know? being a shithead. I had it. It's once you, somebody said, you know, I'm going to stop doing this, which was us, right? Mm-hmm. Then we were like, eh, how about we don't? Maybe we won't do that anymore. Yeah. I think the baby boomers actually considered not beating their kids. Yeah. Like, the, like that's when the idea got started. The greatest generation, I think, pretty much was just like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I'll break a bottle over my kid's head. <laughs> we are going to beat our kids. We're not a bad person. I'm not a bad person. I'm going to beat a- my kids to keep them good. Yeah, I just had a know? bad day at work. I'm not a bad person. No, it's a child. They're, they don't matter yet. No. <laughs> They don't remember. <laughs> yeah, whatever. They don't have feelings like a fish. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's the greatest generation. Yeah. We can say whatever we want about them because they're all dead. That's right. Is any of them still alive? Probably some of them are still alive. I can't imagine too many are. Not too many. That'd be like my dad's uh, gang. What year was your dad born in? Uh, 24, 25. Man, that's crazy. So he- here's... Uh, 27? You be like approaching his hundredth birthday, man. Yeah. Um, let me just see here. I want. I have a chart here. Hmm. Okay. So this the great the greatest generation was born nineteen ten to nineteen twenty four. Ah shit! I think he was twenty seven. He'd be the silent generation. He was quiet. They're the kind of the coolest. Sound generations in the, with the with the Zoomers and the Gen Xers. They're like the the kind of losers. The Lost Generation. They just got that quote because somebody said they're going to be called the Lost Generation because they because they disposed of them all in the First World War and the Great War. You know, like wow. <laughs> name making was so much different. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. And a lot of times history names you, right? Like, yeah. I don't know if they're calling them that then. No. But, uh, they, uh, so the best things, my theory is the best things come out of the generations that nobody cares about. Yeah. That's from the great strides. Like, I think that the Gen Xers kind of came up with the whole internet thing and we, and the, um, technological revolution, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that the wise kind of rode the wave uh, and I think that the uh, same's going to be true about Z. I think they have the they. I have hope for them. Yeah. To really, granted, these are my kids too, right? Mm-hmm. And you hope for your kids always the best, right? Mm-hmm. But I hope for this generation to like see the world differently. Yeah. To really like, 
create some sort of a fork in the road yeah. for like humanity and do something like different, like where they're just not going to just fall in line. Yeah. Because otherwise, you got every every one of these generations do the same fucking thing, which is like uh, uh, they they're all in college and they're cool, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they turn into old people and they suck. Yeah, cranky old bastards. Like like uh, the the hippies are the same people who are the boomers that everyone hates. Yeah, you know. But they everyone loved the great. hippies. Yeah, right. Yep. They were all peace, love, and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And then they go to be the uh, now, like in the seventies, those same fucking hippies were like the ones drinking gin and tonics for lunch and fucking their secretaries. Oh yeah, madmen. Yeah, like that's yep. the same fucking hit, like the same generation as yep. as the same hippies. And like, once you get money, and once you get assets and money, and time enough time passes, and they become worth more, and you've generated a bit of wealth, mm-hmm. you're. You've you you lose all of your cool goes away. Yeah, all, once responsibility comes into play, and you're not really worried about all the the uh, uh, the more finer points of, of life. You know, you're not thinking about like fucking if you're being represented or not. You know, yeah, you're you just thinking about like, can I make rent? Yeah, I, where am I gonna eat? Pay off that home. Yeah, like uh, so. Like once you get into real life, uh, all that shit, all your ideals kind of become secondary to just figuring out how to survive. Right. When you're still living off mom and dad, going to college and whatever, you can have all the ideas and changing the yeah. world you want, right? Yeah. So every generation, when they're young and in college, seems pretty cool, and they seem like they're going to move the ball forward and make the world a better place and all that shit. Yeah. But realistically. Yeah, they're buying. Next thing you know, they're buying lottery tickets, hoping for a win. Yeah, they're doing. Yeah. They're going to end up being shitty, like everyone else. Yeah. Just, like we, like um, like we were like the we we did, we were like I like our former protest. Gen Xers' former protest was uh like the anonymous stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like cause it was more like internet hacking. It was more like, but there was a bit of a sense of humor to it when it started. Remember, they like, people would like send um, send pizzas to like companies just and make them pay for the pizza. Yeah. Like it would just keep ordering pizzas, just little things like that to disrupt a company. It was it was like a really like uh, it seemed like a harmless and yet effective form of like social unrest that yeah. we were able to cause anonymously. You know, mm-hmm. uh, as our generation. And I think that's pretty cool. But then we also made, you know, 40-year-old virgins who live in their parents' basement and never leave the computer, you know? That was also what we made. Responsible for that, too, yeah. Yeah. They just sit and hack on, or, like, troll. Trolls, yeah. Yeah. So, like, we, we made both, you know? Like, so, like, the good and the bad. Like, there's, it's not all... Uh, Eddie Vedder's out there, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there, there's also like just you know some fat slob who's like uh, yeah. saying that the Golden Girls suck or whatever, yep. you know, and just getting people upset. Yeah, <laughs> Betty White's a whore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Betty White's a whore. That's a good name for the episode. <laughs> okay, Betty White's a whore. It's on the short list, Kev. All right. Betty White's a whore. <laughs> I don't know if we can even say that. Uh, can we advertise an episode as Betty White's a whore? Probably not a good idea. Maybe not. I think it's got some cliche. Maybe it would get. Imagine getting the, the maybe we're trolling angry the eyes of Betty White on our on our program. We're trolling the audience, right? Yeah, now. That could be a real audience. It could be a real pop for us. Yeah. Which is kind of what I think um, Chappelle did with his special. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, well, I'll tell you. I don't know. I don't know if we talked about this last week on the show or not, but it was a really great experience because I have the social justice swear daughter, mm-hmm. and uh, she, I says, "Oh, Chappelle's got a new special. I can't wait to see it." And she's like, um, "It's really controversial, Dad. Like he's really getting lamb based online, and he's really <laughs> anti-trans, and blah 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 blah." And I'm like, "Okay, well, let's. You want to watch it?" And she's like, well, I don't, "You know." She, then she starts reading the articles, yeah, out loud to me about mm-hmm. what he's what was said. 
And I'm like, great, this is great. I know that side of the story now. Mm-hmm. You want to watch it? You know, and she's like, I don't like. She was kind of struggling because her her uh, information that she was getting was telling her this guy's doing really bad things. Yeah, and you shouldn't support his bad things. You okay. know, Netflix shouldn't support him. Everyone shouldn't support him. Mm-hmm. So why sh- she's like, I don't know if I should watch it. You know, right. So I was like, I'm watching it. I think you should watch it, right? And so she starts watching it with me, and he refers to himself as a transphobic comic, right? right? Which they quote in the article, Mm -hmm. articles about they call him a transphobic comic. So they label him as a transphobic comic. Yeah. He just goes with the label. He goes with the label, right? I don't think he really uh, believes the label. No. I think it's clear, if you listen to the rest of what he's saying, that the label's kind of tongue-in-cheek, that he's just kind of like poking fun, calling himself a transphobic comic. And then he points out a bunch of evidence to show that he supports trans people individually based on their own merits or whatever, Mm -hmm. and that his issues are more to do with the group and the and their protesting methods or their uh, way that they police uh, the atrocities committed against them, right? You know, or classify them or whatever. Sure. And he a lot of times compares the black struggle to the trans struggle and stuff like that, which may or may not be a fair thing to do. But either way, it's a subject matter he's covered in past specials, right? It's got him in trouble in past specials. He has every bit of a skill set to stay clear of the subject matter should he choose to. He just digs in. But he decided to choose it again and go for it again. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, then you realize he's playing it like an instrument of its time. You know? Like it's like a, it's like he's doing it on purpose. Yeah. If you listen, if anybody, any one of the people, and, and there was even a comedian last night who, at the open mic that was like uh tried a bit on this, you know, like, but, but you could tell, I'm like, I'm not sure if she saw the, the special, because if you watch the special, it, it's clearly not anti-trans, right? It's clearly not anti-trans, but if you don't listen to the special and you just read the controversy, he's a, he's like the worst. He's mm-hmm. like the Hitler of, for trans people, you know, like he's the worst of trans people. Because uh, he's done all these terrible things. But mm-hmm. my daughter is watching the special, and he calls himself the transphobic comic, and she goes, is that why they call him a transphobic comic? Because he said that, you know, that uh-huh. way? Because she heard the way he said it in the context in which it was said, and she's already starting to say, uh, like, you can see, like, oh, oh, this yeah. might be a crock of shit. Yeah. And then uh, the longer you go into it, like I said, I still have to, she had to leave, so she didn't get to watch the end, but... Like you have to watch the end because the you you will not share the opinion if you if anyone watches it they're not going to believe any of that shit you know but yeah. the the it's set up that if you create enough of a stink about it mm-hmm. that uh, those people who just buy the stink uh, will feel obligated not to support it right yeah. if you did support it and knew what you were talking about before you commented on it. You would, um, you would know that it's not not what they are saying it is. But how you to know, eh? Yeah. How you to know? It's like a clickbaity headline. Yeah, it creates such division. You know, like there's just people that are open to it as an idea. Like, it's so controversial now. Like, great, it's good for listens, right? Yeah. But you can't say is it good for the right kind of listens. Mm-hmm. Like, is is the trans controversy getting them a whole bunch of views from comedy fans? Or is it a is it is it getting them views from oh shit is it getting them views from uh, uh, is it getting them views from like uh, uh, curious people who are just want to see what the fuss is about right you know or is it getting people uh, the views from people who hate them or is it getting views from people who um, are anti-trans hateful people themselves you know like they're yeah. homophobic people who are. Yeah, yeah, this is gets this, this guy gets guy. it, you yeah. know, which isn't what he wants either, you know. 
it's not all it's it's not always a person as a person as a person you know like if the message is getting misconstrued then you're you could still be saying the right thing and doing damage you know what i mean yeah it's maybe like that howard stern uh like from the movie where they're like you know people who like you listen for 20 people who hate you listen for three hours yeah yeah you know like he sells if the object is to have people interested like it works he sells is he communicating the message that he wants to who knows you know uh but uh it's working i mean like he's provocative we're talking about it yeah a lot of people are talking about it like it's it's so it's thought-provoking it's challenging it's all the rest of it it's Mm -hmm. it's it's up what it's what great art should be you know he really is good at what he does. He's the only comedian that I really, without, he does, he says things in about being the best, like about being the greatest of all time. Yeah. And he's not fucking joking. No. Like he's not like doing it like, uh, you know, Judah Freelander or something like that, you know, <laughs> like who's like, he's obviously kind of like full of shit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, uh, he does it and he's like, I think for sure I am. Might be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like you can't argue with them and it's like earned bravado it's it's pretty fucking balls man yeah <laughs> it's like that rick flair kind of confidence eh? where you call your shot and do it yep man wouldn't you like that kev is that how you are in the bedroom with your wife oh of course yeah no <laughs> you know not even that how long you been married for uh 15 years 15 years and were you dating a long time before? Yeah, like almost 10. Almost 10, really? I would say, yeah. So you've really been not this girl for a long time. Mm-hmm. And you still can't go in there with the assuredness that you know what you're doing? <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> so is it because she's changing the game, or is it because uh, you just never really had the skill set? Never had it. Never had it? No, just a bumbling fool. Just happy to get... Now, did you have a lot women before her? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and uh, never uh, really had a, a moment where you felt like you're like you had the hang of it. Yeah, like if it was a boat going through the water, there'd be like a wake of disappointment. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like fall. Like there's good parts, and then just the sad part always. Yeah, yeah. Falls. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> I, I don't. If, uh, I, if we're telling the truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if I've. Uh, yeah, my early experiences, especially with girls, the last I usually ended every night with "I'm sorry." <laughs> no, it's just not crying. Yeah, it's just I, I know I apologize for everything, and it, that was I didn't know what I was doing. Shrug of the shoulders, like, ah, oh, what are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it just goes off like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. No, the best was when all of a sudden, um, the best was when you really when I was real young. <laughs> And you'd be dating a girl, and um, I think this is actually my wife. And you're like making out, and it's getting hot and heavy, mm-hmm. maybe a little like uh, dry humping or something mm-hmm. like that when you're young, and yep. just like you can't, you're just horny. And uh, all of a sudden, uh oh. Whoopsie doodles. Whoopsie doodles. Now I've created a problem. I've created a laundry issue. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, right away, I'm Mr. Gentleman. Yeah. Okay? I think we're taking this a little too fast. Yeah, we should slow down. I think we need to slow this thing down, mm-hmm. and we just need to think about, you know yeah. what? Take it slow. We're building something uh, special yeah. here. Yep. Good foundation. Now, I don't know. Is, uh, if you could just look the other way while I waddle <laughs> to my car. <laughs> You'll never know. Yeah. She actually didn't know. I would I would just just be so gentlemanly i did oh i remember i did to another girl one time too uh, same thing it was like uh, we're going too fast yeah, Let's, i'll I'll drive you home that was in a parking lot yeah and then <laughs> you just like have to pretend it didn't happen <laughs> we're not gonna acknowledge that yeah yeah that's humiliating because like young girls don't know how boys equipment works either no right yeah and you're not like comfortable no. at that age to just be like, "Hey, you know what? Sometimes these things just misfired. Yeah, are just yeah. temperamental. They just are, have a mind of their own. Yep. And uh, it is great when you got control. Finally, do get control over it though, and figure it out for yourself. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
an old man dick you know an old man dick is uh you know it's it's not the best <laughs> but it's not the worst nope. there it could be worse things to be honest i like my old man dick it's the best it's the most problematic dick i've ever had but it's also the <laughs> it's also the one that i'm kind of the most uh, like impressed by you know mm-hmm. it is the most impressive dick i've ever had it's really like gravity does tug on that fucker over years eh? yeah yeah. it just seems a lot more impressive and i just think it loses some of its in and out elasticity Mm -hmm. like it doesn't like shrivel up and it's so it's just hanging out all the time like it just fucking doesn't care yeah and that that to me is a quality i like about it yeah yeah i'm not gonna get in a fucking sword fight anytime soon why would you i don't do that anymore no so I don't need it to do that stuff. Just stay nice and big mm-hmm. and let me give me some time to thumb it in once in a while and <laughs> I'll be good. Yeah. So that's, that's all you need. Well, you know, that's a, uh, we didn't do feedback. Oh. We didn't do it. We didn't we didn't lambaste our listeners for not providing us with any Patreon support, not even $5 a month, which is only results in like uh, $60 in a whole calendar year. For what you just heard. You know, for 52 episodes. Yep. Plus bonus features. Mm-hmm. Plus gifts. Gifts. Yeah, gifts. Nice. I'm just starting with the gift package for our queen. She's going to get a nice magnet. It says, I heard dick jokes on it. Mm-hmm. And that I'm not even going to announce the next treat. I wouldn't. But uh, very close. I got a nice treat for a queen mm. who really can order whatever she wants. She can, like, uh, make demands of us. Mm-hmm. She can uh, she can really much make or break the show. Yeah. For all you guys know, if you're listening at this point in time and you're like, why was that show so terrible? <laughs> it's because she told us to do that. That's yeah. what she told us to do. This is what she likes. And so we give our queen what she wants. That's part of being a queen. You get to bear the burden of a bad show here or there. Right, but we didn't do that on this episode. We did not give our listeners any grief for being cheap fuckers who don't no. support our Patreon, which is the reason why we only have one Patreon supporter. One, <laughs> damn it! I was watching a podcast today, which I watch a lot, a lot of, and I'm like, I always watch. I'm like, you know what? Content wise, uh, you know, I think not every show, but like a lot of shows, I'd say we keep up with that content. Yep. Um, Production wise, okay, you know, not every show, but like <laughs> I can do that from time to time, keep up with the production value of that. Sure. And then I'm like, uh, and then at the end, they show their Patreon supporters, and it's like, it's like credits from a movie. It's just flowing up. Uh, they always give a shout out to people who support their Patreon. They have more than one? More than one. It was like every episode, they get like a new couple pages that scroll wow. up like the credits of a movie. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's like a miraculous, you know? So you'd make that. You, we, we'd give shout-outs to somebody other than our queen if we had more Patreon. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Part, that's part of the package. It tells you all the little things you get. Oh. Uh, you get like a shout-out. For sure you do. I mean, you become basically like... A showrunner. Yeah, we're your bitch at that point in yeah. time. Now, if we get, like, pages like that, well, then it's like, no, you're lucky to have us. We're big deals. Yeah. You know, F off. All that shit stops. We just go back to the queen being calling the shots. Yeah. Well, yeah. But even her, she's going to lose some power. (laughs) Because we can lose her, right? We got tons of them. That's true. Right? At that point in time, we start getting drunk with our own power. Yeah. We start start drinking our own Mm Kool-Aid. We start thinking we're pretty pretty uh you know tough shit like we're, we're a big deal yeah we walk around we express special treatment we treat people like less than us <laughs> and then we're done <laughs> then we know we made it that's right you know once we become hateable to every single person that comes into contact with us yeah we know we hit the big time kevin yep <laughs> making hundreds do you really think if if let's say this is like a this is nothing that I, that I really believe in. Okay. But uh, let's say the show all of a sudden became an international success. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, for some reason, we're like the Beatles, you know, me and you, Kev. Right. We're going around. We're just like, uh, everywhere we go, we're doing live podcasts and people are going bananas to see us. We are fucking famous. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting like, uh, they give us just like shoeboxes full of money at the end of every day. Mm-hmm. We don't even know what to do with it all. And, 
Now, are you going to change? Yeah. How so? Do you think I'll just become a dick? Really? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I don't think I. I'm going to say no, but I. I, I would say you'd have to change a little bit. Yeah, you might change a little bit, but it'd be different if you were 20. If you were 20 and it happened to you, you're gonna you're you have no chance. You're right. Yeah. You're gonna get fucked up. You can't have that. But now that we're like pushing 50, yeah, I would say I'd be constantly wondering when this is gonna crash into the ground. Yeah, like we just know that this is just a blip. You know yeah. that this is just a like a we can see it. That's you know it's gonna be a temporary thing. Yeah, just ride it out and enjoy it, mm-hmm. and then wonder what's wrong with these people handing us all this money. Yeah, like we're gonna know this is. Not this is something's fishy here, and so like um, I think that we would uh, not see it as a permanent thing, and that's why I don't think we'd have the time to change. No, but I do think we would do things. There would be certain things we would do that we wouldn't do under our current situation, like just probably like more spendthrift things, Mm -hmm. and a little bit probably more um, just foolish wastes of money. Yeah, I would say buying dumb things. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, yeah. And like, uh, uh, like I like to blow stuff up. Maybe that's mm-hmm. kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I probably start blowing stuff up. Crashing things. <laughs> <laughs> Crashing things. Yep. Cause it, you, that might be a, that might be a real thing you could do. Just crash something. So, yeah. If you do a, a YouTube channel where you just blow shit up and you just like crash shit. Yeah. And then you show slow motion of it being blown up or crashed. Yeah, and just the, how happy you are watching it blow up and crash. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about it, eh? Mm-hmm. There's something about it. I know my buddy Dave, <clears throat> he was, a, we went to this thing called the Animal Olympics, me and Dave did. Mm-hmm. Port Burwell? In Port Burwell, yeah. And there's all these people that are in campsites, right? So we're walking around, we're drinking, um, <coughs> we're drinking cans of Bud Light. Mm-hmm. And, um, Dave just thinks it's hilarious. He's walking past this guy's campfire <laughs> and just drops a full can of uh, Bud Light in the campfire, eh? Mm-hmm. Uh, not unopened. Yeah, it's like, we just keep walking, and then you all of a sudden you hear a loud hiss and then a big pop where the can explodes, and uh, everyone gets shot with, like, hot embers, you know? <laughs> Sounds fun. <laughs> right? It, it's a really funny game. Yeah. Um and then people are, you're generally far enough when it blows up. They don't know you did it. That, uh, no, they'll know you did it, but they'll, you'll be far enough away if they start chasing after you mm-hmm. that you can get away from them. But um, he got caught throwing it in one of them, I think, where Uh-oh. they were just like, what are you doing, dude? Like, that's stupid. Yeah. And he's like, huh? I don't even know. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but normally we do that. And I remember we used to always blow up, bring up beans to camping. Mm-hmm. Just to blow up full cans of beans oh, in, yeah? in the fire, yeah. And uh, we'd buy them. We'd buy that also, like, we'd buy hairspray, mm-hmm. and we'd blow up aerosol cans and shit like oh, that. Like You guys fucked the ozone layer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it was a vacation. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> oh, I remember uh, one time we were teenagers, and Jane came up with me, my wife, and, uh, and she drove her, like, she had a piece of shit car, thank God, at the time. And I remember we woke up in the morning, we had packed the tent up, and there's just fucking beans all over her car, <laughs> and like beer labels that are stuck all over like her car, like no respect at all, no. like for anyone's stuff. Just young and stupid, eh? Mm-hmm. But God, that's fun. Blowing stuff up is great, because you get to s- put it in the fire, and then you go hide behind something, and there's that moment of time where you're not sure if it's going to work, yeah. and you start to give up hope on it. It's kind of like that time where you take an edible... And it hasn't kicked in yet. You're like, should I take more? Yeah, should I take more? Should I put something more in? Like, mm-hmm. stoke the fire, and you yeah. want to go mess with it, but then it blows up. If you go to, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> you on the way there. Yeah. yeah, you'll get fucked up by it. That's just like if you take another one, and then you end up getting just totally shit canned because yeah. you dub- they both at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's all the same thing. Anyways, so we didn't talk about uh, that. We didn't talk about all those things, but we did our hour. And that's it. I yeah. can't give you any more. Uh, Zoomers, no one's going to care about you, but you're going to do great things. I know you learned that in this episode. So if you're any of you are listening, go tell your little Zoomer friends and uh, tell them to uh, 
you know what? We should actually kiss their ass because they they all they support things like Patreon. Mm-hmm. It's part of their lingo and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the ticket. <laughs> no, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I like those kids because we're an ally. Gen X is an ally of the Zoomers yeah. because we are one of you. We are the forgotten and the uh, generation that no one gives a shit about. The creative, yeah. We have to remember here, the enemies are the boomers and the millennials. Yep. Fuck those guys. Um, okay. Until next week, everybody. I want you to be kind to each other. <laughs> <laughs> and see you NT. See you next Thursday. <laughs>